Right now, let us venture into space with our favorite space commentator, Mr. Leo Enright. Leo, good morning. Good morning. So, this green comet is not only once in a lifetime, but it's like once in a... The last time they saw this was the Stone Age time. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, how long has it been since this comet has come near Earth? Yeah, I mean, this, I suppose you could say this comet is a queen of the Stone Age. Right, um, nice music in, reference, did, Leo. Did, did you like that? That's <laughs> 11 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, coming in from the far distant reaches of the uh, solar system, we think it was originally born, as it were. It was created way out in what's no, what we in Ireland know as the OPIC cloud. Right. Um, now, most astronomers call it um, call it something different um, because they call it after a Dutch astronomer called, uh, called Oort. So, if you talk to any other astronomer in the world about it, they'll say it was formed in the Oort cloud. And why do we but have a special Ireland, name for it? We have a special name for it because this guy, Oort, uh, who the cloud is named after by most astronomers, stole the idea, <gasps> stole the idea from Ernst Opik, who was an astronomer at Armagh Observatory here in Ireland. Right. So Sneaker. I've had endless rows with astronomers over the years about this. But anyway, the, the great Ernst Opik, he was, he was like so many people in Ireland today, he was a refugee who came here from, from Eastern Europe, uh, settled in Ireland and became one of the world's greatest astronomers. Uh, his son went on to become quite famous in England for a while, um, Lembert Opic was an MP uh, in the British Parliament. I remember for, for that a long name, time. yeah, Lembert Opic. Yeah, Everything for weird uh, names. Was quite yeah. eccentric. Uh, he's a lovely fellow, actually, but quite eccentric guy. He was, in fact, the Liberal Party spokesman on Northern Ireland for a while. So, anyway, we digress, as it were, because <laughs> just a little. <laughs> well, let's just remind people of what a comet is. I mean, essentially, are they some kind of cosmic snowball? Yeah, it's a big lump. It's a big ball of dust and and snow, basically, and ice. Uh, we know a lot more about these comets now that we have had spaceships go visit them. Um, and in fact, most of the spaceships that have visited comets have been European. Uh, with I, I hasten to add, with Irish experiments on mm. board, uh, we we were heavily involved uh, in the mission uh, called Rosetta. Uh, which went to a comet there about 10 years ago uh, and wowed everybody because this comet uh, was much bigger than the the comet we're talking about today. It it was a pretty ginormous comet and it it had cliffs as tall as Mount Everest. And and we got back these pictures from the European mission, the Rosetta mission, uh, which really were just some of the most amazing pictures to come out of the space age. That's brilliant. Not okay, the Stone so age. Just, yeah, so t- take us back to the Stone Age because I mean, as you said, we're only beginning to understand comets in recent history when we've been able to send things like the Rosetta um, probe up there and kind of understand them. So, presumably in the Stone Age, like lads who looked up in the sky and saw this would have been fairly freaked out. Well, now not this one. I think uh, to be absolutely honest with you, um, th- this comet. Uh, 
it's kind of hard to see. Right. Um, you, you kind of need to be hardcore. Yeah, you, you have to be the sort of person who's willing to put on a heavy coat and go out and stare at the sky until something kind of emerges. Because it, it's really quite fuzzy and difficult to see with the naked eye. Even experienced astronomers admit that when they went out and froze their uh, snowballs off, they they actually, you know, it took them a bit of time to see this green blob. It's very fuzzy, very, I mean, it's, it's, it's not hard to work out where it is. It's basically, if you look up and towards the north, the North Star, I mean, most people know how to find the North Star. If you take the Great Dipper and you join the two lines of uh, the Great Dipper, the plough, uh, as we mostly call it here in Ireland. If, if you join the dot, the two stars that, and the line goes up to the North Star, Polaris, this comet is very close to Polaris at the moment. It's also about at seven o'clock this evening, um, it will come uh, at its closest uh, to us here on Earth. Uh, about 40, it's only, it, it is 42 million kilometers away. So it's a third of the way to the sun. Not not exactly Right, close. not very close. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Not very close. But at 7 o'clock this evening, it will actually be that, that close to the Earth. And, I mean, you'll definitely see it in binoculars. And if you have a decent uh, telescope, a lot of people have now, because they've come down in price so much, then, yes, you're going to see something, you know, quite uh, quite good. Yeah. But, again, I have to warn people, it's a bit like the Northern Lights which we do get a bit up in Donegal, for instance. And if you people are used to seeing photographs yes. of the Northern Lights. They're used to seeing photographs of comets. This comet looks, I mean, like blazing green. Looks like St. Patrick's Day uh, comet uh, when you see a photograph of it. But that's not really the way it looks to the naked eye or even when you look at it through binoculars. You can see the green, definitely, but it's not that bright, you know, oh my God green that you see in the photograph. I suppose what we can do is we can wait for the observatories to get this incredible footage of it and then look at that and go, oh, that's what I would have seen if I had binoculars, a telescope <laughs> and a cloudless sky. Well, ex- exactly. That's uh, that's certainly true. There'll be plenty of stuff posted online. Uh, do a web search. Um, the Virtual Telescope Project. I, I know they did a live watch back at the uh, back um, er, 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 during January. I believe they may be going back on air tonight. Okay. Uh, quite late Irish time. So if if you do a web search for the Virtual Telescope Project. Um, there'll be details of how to watch it uh, live Brilliant. as where uh, on their live stream. Leo Enright, space commentator, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for filling us in about the Green Comet, and we'll talk again soon. My pleasure. Take See you, care. Leo. Bye-bye. Uh, Eddie's been on to us, and he has a little one for us. Uh, Jesus, lads. Somebody tell Leo that Comet was uh, a reindeer. <laughs> no, I don't think Santa Claus is out practicing with the reindeer this time of the year. No. They're all having a well-deserved break. They'll be back out around September, October, getting their, their flight ready for Christmas. Green Comet does sound a bit like a DC superhero, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a little bit. Not a great one either. Let's uh, hope it does better than Black Adam. <laughs> <laughs>